Hi, so thanks for joining us. Uh, today we're going to talk just a little bit about apologies. One of the things that we've noticed in some of our work um, with clients, and I would say particularly with couples, is that sometimes there is, well, I say sometimes, I would say most of the time, there's a really fundamental difficulty with apologies. And uh, so I was thinking we could talk about this a little bit today. And so maybe, um, I don't know, maybe talk to us a little bit about um, the kinds of problems that you see people having with uh, apologies. Like healthy apologies? Yeah. In other <laughs> words, like maybe what, is, what do the unhealthy apologies that are so habitual for our clients and maybe for us too at times, um, what do those look like? Can I give you that cheesy metaphor I told you about earlier? Sure, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes with my clients, I say that healthy apologies are like healthy bees. Like like bees. Yeah, like, like honeybees. Yeah, yeah. like bees. Um, it's weird. I remember the sign for bee. I taught that to my daughter who's obsessed with bees. So, um, yeah, healthy apologies, just like healthy bees, are absolutely crucial for a healthy functioning relationship and society. But often what ends up happening when we apologize is full of empty lights um, that maintain competition. And it ends up being more of the sting of the bee rather than the honey that comes out. Okay. Yeah. So it's like approximating a real apology. Uh, and so when you say, oh, yeah, like, it, well, I said sorry. But then it's, it's not like the real meat of it that actually contributes to the well-being in the relationship. Right, because like, yeah. I mean, I get it. Mistakes feel most mistakes feel bad, but they're not. I mean, minus like murder and things like that. They're not inherently bad. Like they're actually like beautiful opportunities for cooperation, yeah. uh, and people miss that. You mentioned a but. That's the next no no. It's I'm sorry, yeah. but which kind of goes back to mutual respect because we want our words to mean what we say they mean. Uh, so what's I? I'm sorry, but where your your mouth says yes, but your butt says no. Yeah, that's, oh, that's, a, that's a nice way to put it. Uh, yeah, it, it is certainly the case that whenever it seems that when folks say, I'm sorry, but uh, the I'm sorry gets completely lost, you know, that, and so they've, you know, they've buried the, well, aspirationally, they've buried the lead. Um, realistically, it's actually, it's probably more the case that they've introduced excuses and criticism yeah which is maybe <laughs> if we're just honest with ourselves really that's often that's actually what we want yeah out in front not the i'm sorry and so yeah it's it's this thing of um i don't know if i could talk just a tiny bit about a metaphor um from my own just religious experience but so i'm an anglican and at our church every sunday we as a, a congregation we have this confession that we do all and we all say it together out loud we get in a penitent position, either standing or kneeling, and then we say this all together. We say, Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not uh, loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ. Have mercy on us and forgive us, and so on and so forth. So um, <laughs> I, I think that that's like a it's actually a beautiful model for apology and um you know I, this is really disconnected really from any religious conviction it's just a nice uh model for an apology but i i think the apologies that often get given in relationships it's it's as if on sunday we were to get together and it would go something like this well most merciful god we confess that we sinned against you in thought word and deed but here's the thing you really didn't understand the 
context. And that's not really what I did. And I didn't really mean it if I did do that. And God, you've got to understand, like I'm running low on sleep and I haven't eaten today. And therefore, I'm really entitled to behave however I'd like. And um, but here's the thing. I said that I'm sorry. And so now I've uttered the magic words and you have to be okay with whatever it is that I do. That's, you know, it would be a weird church service to go to. Yeah, although I will say, never mind, I'm not going to go there and say, like, the Anglican version is way better than the Catholic version where you're trapped in a room together. I mean, to do it, but you can do it all collectively. <laughs> it reminds me of something else I tell my clients, that apologies are not a Xanax. It is not used to just relieve the tension. Like, that's not what it's for. Because uh, that is just disrespectful. That's a lie. Yeah, sometimes I say this too that you know a, a, an apology is not actually the thing that brings about reconciliation. It is a way to signal to another person that you're actually willing to do what is necessary to reconcile. But I think what a lot of us tend to do is when we say I'm sorry, it's like, well, I said I'm sorry and now you can't be mad at me because yeah. I did what's necessary to reconcile. And so either you're a terror, I mean, Again, we wouldn't say this with our mouths, but we say it with our behavior. The options are you're either a terrible person who's unforgiving and, and unreasonable, or you are pleased with me now and we're okay because I said the magic words. Um, maybe you could break down a little bit for us like what uh, kind of the elements that you see being packed in side of a, a, a real healthy apology. What, what would a healthy apology look like to you? A healthy apology? Yeah. Well, I... It's the thing I say all the time. And I don't know who actually said it originally. Maybe Amy Lou? I'm not sure. We'll look this up and we'll put it in the comments. Uh, but connection before correction. Mm. Uh, so starting with, like, I care about you or I love you and I'm sorry. Like, taking ownership of what you did and keeping it focused on your actions, not their response. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. And doing what I did was wrong. You can fill in the blank there. Doing what I did was wrong. I see that it hurt you and it matters to me that I hurt you. I don't want to hurt you. Uh, and I'm committed to doing, you know, X, Y, or Z to make sure that this doesn't happen again. And if you don't have any ideas, you can perhaps brainstorm together. Because remember, that's my definition of happiness. Not the absence of problems, but the cooperative solving of problems. Yeah, that's, that's like yeah, that's It's nice, an opportunity yeah. for happiness. Like, it's unpleasant, but it's, it does bring about happiness. Yeah. Apologies are unpleasant. They really are. That's, um, you know, I, I like so much the elements that you put in there. I, uh, when I break this down for, because sometimes clients, they'll just say like, well, what, what are the steps? Like, how do you actually, <laughs> like, what is a, a real apology? And I say, well, it's something like this. Uh, I did it. So, I, and this is, a, that actually cuts both ways. One of the things I really encourage my clients to do is to never apologize for something that they either did not do or they did it and they genuinely, after really being thoughtful and mindful about it, they look at it and say, no, that was the right thing to do. Yeah. Or if they're just not ready for an apology. There's nothing wrong yeah. with saying, I'm not quite ready to apologize yet. Yeah. Like, I'm going to go think about it. Yeah. Like, that would at least be respectful and honest. Right. Right. So, you know, to say, I'm sorry, but I didn't really do it. It's like, <laughs> So like, what, what are you sorry for? So to me, a healthy apology starts with, I did it. What, whatever it is that you're saying, I hurt you or I you know, treated you poorly or whatever, I'm going to start with saying, yes, I did that. Uh, I agree that what I did was wrong. I see that it hurt you. 
I care that it hurts you. And this gets, you know, to where, you know, we're, you're beautifully bring up this idea of like connecting with the person. It's, it's much easier to um, be on the same team if you connect first. Yeah. I love you. And you know, let's work this out. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I see that it hurts you. I care that it hurts you. Um, I don't like that I did it. That's, I think, an important part. Uh, I don't want to do it again. And I am willing to do what it takes to improve in in this regard. And I, I always want to add that last part of improvement because I think it is also, it's just bordering on a bald-faced lie to say, I'll never do it again. Right. Um, yeah, because it's like there's not an expectation in, I would say, any kind of relationship that you're not going to hurt each other. The expectation is that when we hurt each other that it freaking matters to you and yeah. you want to do something about it, whether on your own and, and together. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that seems like a, a, a pretty good place to start. And so sometimes with wild, right, is I'll sit with clients, uh, particularly when I work with couples, and, you know, maybe we've got something concrete to work with, you know. Uh, husband says, well, you did X and it, that was really hurtful to me. And I'll say, gosh, I'm, I'm wondering, you know, if you might want to or, or be ready to offer a real apology. And it is so difficult for folks to, and I, I mean, I say this empathetically because, I mean, I can imagine if I were in their shoes, it would be hard for me too. You know, this is not a, oh, they're terrible people or anything. It's just hard. But, um, one thing I've noticed about that, right, is it's so hard for them even to just go through these very mis. Like sometimes they'll get stuck and they'll say, "What? Like, what do I say?" And I, I don't generally do a lot of work for my clients, but on occasion, I'll even like feed them the words, and they, it's like they can't even parrot it. Yeah. Uh, and I think what that goes to show you is how used to empty apologies we have gotten culturally. Um, that nobody really has any trouble saying, I'm sorry. Like, we can utter the words, I'm sorry, that's fine. But to say, I did it, it was wrong that I did it, it hurts you, I care that it hurts you, I don't like that I did it, I don't want to do it again, and I'm willing to do what it takes, which is fairly simple. Like, none of that is particularly complicated, but it is so difficult. Um, and it just goes to show you, like, the difficulty that we have with responsibility um, and this gets back to, you know, Adler and Dreikers, their idea of the courage to be imperfect. We lack that. Mm -hmm. And so what we do is we hedge our bets and we say, well, yeah, I was imperfect, but not really, actually. Um, and it's like, well, no, actually, we could just own the fact, no, actually, I, I did a bad thing. Yeah. I made a mistake, which, as we were saying earlier, yeah. you need to make in order to grow. Yeah. Like, yes, they're unpleasant, but they're not bad. Yeah. Unless it's murder. Catastrophic, <laughs> so, you know. But that's it, how we treat it. It uh, it reminds me of like with parents who, and this is maybe like a bonus part because I know we're probably over time. But um, don't force your kids to say I'm sorry. It's like forcing them to share. That's not really sharing. If you mm -hmm. force them to apologize. That's a lie. But if you instead can model it for them, that it gives you a chance to encourage them, help them feel capable, and they get to choose it for themselves. Um, and kids. It's hard to say sorry, but if you model it then, then maybe you're not going to be sitting on our couch not knowing how to apologize to your partner. And, and actually, yeah. I think that's a, I'm actually glad that you brought up parenting. I know we've been talking about this a lot in the, you know, terms of couples or, or something like that. But it's, uh, you know, there's this really interesting idea that seems to be quite common, at least in our area of the country and just the kind of the culture that we're embedded in, where it's like, well, yeah, parents should never 
apologize to children because uh, you know parents don't owe children apologies. They're in authority. They're whatever. But actually, I mean, look, I'm not even going to argue so much about the authority piece. That's there's something about that that's culturally competent for you or I to to try and break that all of that down uh, and kind of and get kind of argumentative with parents. But the the idea that somebody in a position of authority can apologize to somebody else that that is it's a gift yeah and it's it's redemptive you know <laughs> redemptive. It's, and um you know so there are moments let's say when maybe i don't i don't yell at my kids generally but of course there are moments when i have and in those moments it's so tempting for me to say well i'm sorry but you guys have been on my nerves for you know, the past hour and well i'm sorry but you asked me that seven times already when really what i need to do is I just need to lean down. Hey, kiddo, I yelled at you. Uh, it's not okay to yell at you. Uh, I saw the hurt on your face, and I don't like that I hurt your feelings. Um, it, it's uh, I, I don't like that I yelled at you. That's not the kind of relationship I want to have. And listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna work on that rather than explaining why it was okay for me to yell. Yeah, because it's like I'm sorry that your feelings are hurt by what I did. Yeah, yeah. It, that's a you. It sounds like a you problem, kid. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. And if they're really young, like like with my daughter, like sometimes she wants to say sorry. I can tell, but it's just hard because shame's involved with that. Like they know they've done something wrong. But I, I have a little script that I, that, that I say, like, it's hard to find your apology voice right now. Happens to me, too, sometimes. I'll use it for you. And then you model it. Say, like, I'm sorry. I was feeling frustrated, and it came out as a slap in the face. And here's what I'm going to do next time. And if they don't know, like, sometimes my daughter does apologize. And I'm like, thank you for apologizing. Mm. What's our plan for next time we get frustrated? And then we come up with a plan. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I think that has some good food for thought for folks, and um, you know, I certainly hope this again could be applicable in a in a counseling setting. But then, just even culturally, uh, everybody's got some kind of relationship. You're a parent, you're a, a spouse, a partner, a friend, a coworker. You know, you got some kind of relationship, and there's probably room for some healthy apologies somewhere in there. So I will not apologize for these, though. <laughs> Christmas. The, yeah, editing the sound on this is going to be a blast. It's going to be great. <laughs> Thank you all so much. We'll talk to you next time.